Hi, I'm Chris Maragakis of Simply Be Retreats and Therapies. I'm a life coach, therapist and podcaster. Welcome to Mindful Mutterings. Please like, share and subscribe. And as always, thanks for listening. Hi, thanks for joining me this week. Um, I'm going to be talking about one of the key causes of our own suffering. Um, because I think it's really important to know just how much power we have over changing the way that we live. Um, and I study and read all the time because firstly, I want to empower myself to live better, um, but also because I'm looking for ways to make my coaching better so that I can support my clients or you to live your lives better and to take control over the situations that you're in. Um, and one of the simplest and yet most powerful concepts that I've come across was described by Byron Katie. I think it was in her book, Loving What Is. And she talks about what causes us to suffer. I mean, there's nothing new there. It's commonly documented that it's not the situation that causes our suffering, but our thoughts about it. And that there's lots of bodies of work about um, exactly how that impacts on us. But she puts something into such an easy and understanding framework um, that it can change your life. And I wanted to share that with you. So Byron Katie talks about the fact that in her opinion, there are three types of business. There is your business, which relates to your thoughts, beliefs, actions and emotions. There is their business, which is everybody else's version of the same. And then there's God's business. And for God, put in whatever um, fits in with your belief system. Um, but that's for everything else, which includes and is not limited to um, war, disease, death, birth, natural disaster and the beauty of creation. You know, everything that's out of our control. And um, what's more valuable is that she goes on to say that you're only unhappy or suffering when you're in someone else's business. And this took me a moment to get my head around, but then a light bulb came on. And I think what she means is that to be happy, we should only ever be in our business how can we, um, as we are, imperfect beings, which everybody is, how can we possibly know what someone else should be thinking or how they should be behaving? And yet this is what we constantly do. We constantly think that we know what's best for other people. And not only that, we get frustrated or angry, hurt and sad when they don't behave like we want them to. I mean, really, when you think about it, how crazy is that? And the same thing applies to God's business, you know, and like I said, for God, just insert whatever your belief system is. But we're talking about something that's bigger than us, something that, you know, is more powerful than us. And we think there shouldn't be war or famine or that people shouldn't die or that they've died too soon. But we're not all knowing. We cannot possibly know what the bigger picture is. And we're assigning good and bad values to things that we have no foresight over their value. And quite often you'll hear people, you know, like they'll go through terrible things and you, and you'll hear them say in the future, it's the best thing that ever happened to me, made me reevaluate my life, maybe, you know, change the way that I was behaving. And so we never really know the impact of what's happening until we look back on it with hindsight. So we can only see the, per we can see now, or we know that we can see that the only person's business that we should be in is our own. And this is because when we're minding our business, we're working on controlling our impact on the world through our thoughts, beliefs, actions and behaviours. And in controlling these, we become more authentic. We become more compassionate and kind in our interactions and we become more enlightened in our thinking. And this obviously not only improves our happiness and well-being, but it also helps to rise the vibration and well-being of those around us. 
And as we are a collective consciousness, as energy is all intermingled, that helps everybody globally. And so it's by keeping the vibration high that we can make the most difference. So when we're interfering in other people's business, we're then putting our ego above their well-being because we think we know better. And then we punish them when they don't thank us for it. And the truth of the situation is that they are behaving exactly the way that they should until they choose to change it. And that becomes then the way that they should be behaving then and, and on and on it goes. Everybody is only ever doing the best that they can with what they have and it's exactly where they're meant to be. And everything that we experience is a lesson or an opportunity for us to learn so that we can improve our life and so that we can become more as we as we go forward. But not only that, it's so that we have the skills that we need to take us forward in life. So that's not to say that we can't offer advice and support, but if we don't let them find their own way, we risk disempowering them. And that's not helpful to anybody or worse still, if they have behaviours that don't serve them we're actually facilitating those behaviours to continue. Um, and we may disagree with war and global pandemics and, um, you know, that would be that would fall under God's business. But when we're doing that, we're arguing with reality and we can never beat that. You know, when we say someone died too soon, how do we know? This may be the perfect time for them to pass on because they've achieved what they came to do and they're now ready to move on. It's our need for them that causes us pain, not the completion of their journey. And if we love them, do we not want what is right and best for them? You know, and we have to we have to be honest with ourselves. It's because we have all this love and because we're going to miss them that we're in so much pain. But if you know, if we want them to continue on their journey and, and become whatever it is they're destined to become, then we have to let them go. So, as I said, while we may disagree with war and global pandemics, the reality is that they exist. And then the truth of that is that there are many people who need to learn from these atrocities and until they do history will keep repeating itself until mankind wipes itself out so it's more beneficial for us rather than getting frustrated or getting angry and, and talking it round and round and round and getting emotional over it it's far more beneficial to us to find ways to educate these people or raise the vibration of these people who are entrenched in the need for their own power and then they'll no longer make the ego-led decisions that lead to these events and obviously these people have grown up and become, through their learned experience, have become the people that are now leading countries and making world policies. So it's, it's the impact we have on these people as children and as a community that will change the world going forward, not us getting angry at something because we don't think it should be the way that it is. So how do we mind our own business? First one, as always with me, is going to be becoming mindful. By becoming aware of our thoughts and actions and challenging our beliefs, we can then see when we're stepping out of our business and into someone else's and then stop ourselves. Uh, secondly, we can look at the people and situations that we're dealing with honestly and accept them for whatever they are without imposing our will on them or being frustrated because they're not how we think they should be. So that's kind of an acceptance of something rather than an expectation. Um, and then we can accept reality as what it is. So it, essentially every, every event that happens is an opportunity for us to learn a new skill or an insight into who we are or what we're capable of or how we manage something or how we interact with other people. Um, and that skill or insight will then serve us well in the future. And every time we 
we survive these things and, and some of them might be absolutely horrendous and we think we're never going to get through them. Every time we do, we grow, we become more resilient, we become more confident, we become more skilled in maybe conflict resolution or become more skilled in how we manage our behaviours. And we, this is how we end suffering and this is how we, we lead by example for those around us. And especially for those of us that work in in industries with people or you know whose vocation is to help other people when it's not necessarily what you say it's more what you do that has an impact on people and when they can see how you're behaving and they can see how your life is is flowing and how things tend to to end up okay for you and and for most people life does work out okay if we could only see into the future when we were going through it we'd know it would work out but we don't and so it's by learning all these skills that we we change the way that we work our way through things and um, no matter what your heart or mind might be telling you about the rightness or wrongness of an experience the fact still remains that you're having it you know it doesn't matter how you feel about it it's not going to change the fact that it's still happening it's right in front of you and what whatever you may think about it you've still got to deal with it and you've still got to come through it the other side so it's far more beneficial to accept or try and find a way to accept what's happening to you so that you can learn from it and so that you can then move on and it, and it just fades into the past. And that's not to say that you won't have memories or, you know, you can't reminisce, but it's about removing the pain. The pain has no purpose. Once, once it's done its uh, original thing, which is to help you identify that there's something that needs to be examined, then there's no, there's no value in holding on to the pain. It will only hurt you. Um, and, and potentially, you know, it has the has the power to become depression or anxiety or bitterness. And we don't we don't want that in our life. It doesn't serve any purpose. So the next thing to do is to become aware of when you feel strongly about something, because when you feel strongly about something, you have to question where that belief comes from. Um, and if it's authentic to you and it feels right to you that you're um, that you're empowered or um, irritated by this thing or you feel that you need to do something then that's brilliant investigate what you can do to resolve or support the issue in a kind and compassionate non-violent manner so it might be that you know you want to change environmentalism and so to do that you have to change the way you live or maybe you canvas for a green group or maybe you donate money or you know what I'm saying is if you feel passionate about it and it feels right for you then find a way to support it and and help that situation resolve itself or change or lend your support to it if however you've you've been getting angry about something and when you investigate it you find out that actually it's not your belief it's just the way you grew up you know this is how you were you were brought up to think and and so you're just angry on on the behalf of your memory's sake or on behalf of your parents or your friends or whatever then let that belief go because you're wasting all this valuable energy on something that really doesn't ring true with you anymore and it's causing you suffering for no real benefit and so it's about this is where the mindfulness comes in again it's about constantly questioning what we're thinking and where our beliefs come from and how we can get rid of the ones that aren't serving us or don't feel authentic to us anymore and obviously we all change so those beliefs are going to change with us and then use our energy in an effective and positive manner to elicit change. And then five, uh, probably the most important thing, um, except that the only time you should be telling someone else what to think, believe or do 
is when you have no faults and no ego and are completely aware of every thought that you're having and know what the bigger plan has in store. And for most of us, that's unlikely to happen in this lifetime. So, you know, take that a little bit tongue in cheek. But what I'm trying to say is we've all got our own journey. That We've all got imperfections that we can be working on ourselves. Leave other people to work out their own imperfections. That's their journey, their lessons to learn. Um, but manage your expectations of those people so that you, you don't get hurt or you're not giving them your energy unnecessarily. And you're certainly not suffering on their behalf. So interesting topic but I think it what it does is it helps you to see really clearly how the only thing that you really need to be aware of is how you are reacting to the situations around you and then it's by using mindfulness and a constant awareness of what you're believing and what you're thinking and how you feel other people should be to um, become aware that you can then choose to to respond to an event rather than react to it while we're in other people's business while they're in god's business we're not responding we're reacting we're being triggered because it you know it's evoking things in us that we've been conditioned to believe or that we've never really considered in any other way before but when it's broken down into something as simple as your business my business and god's business and like i say byron katie explains this brilliantly I think then we can see that we have the power to change our life by finding a way to pause before we react and then choosing how we want to respond going forward. So I really hope this helps you to um, to just change something about your life or maybe relieve your suffering a little bit. Um, if you'd like to explore the topic further through coaching, then please get in touch. Uh, you can contact me on the website simplybe.org.uk or 07974618499. Or if you've got any experience of working with this or you'd like to share something, then the same, please get in touch. I do love to hear from you. And I love to know the impact that the podcasts and uh, the strategies and tips are having on your life. So whatever you're doing, take care of you. And I hope you'll join me for the next one. Bye.